Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to episode 18 of the Always Better Than Yesterday interview sessions. Episode 18. So you, if you're catching me live, um, this is a bit of a, an adjusted time, doing it in the morning, 8am in the UK time. That's because my guest is all the way over in Australia. So I thought I'd adjust the time a little bit just to make it a little bit more friendly um, for them. So if you're joining, I hope you've had a, a wonderful weekend so far. I'm just going to drop a couple of invites and then we shall get cracking. So episode 18 of the Always Better Than Yesterday interview session. So these are all about, if you've never joined one before, thank you very much for joining. Um, these are all about understanding the habits and the mindset of successful and inspiring people. It is that simple. Um, I genuinely believe that um, what separates the, the great from the good is the way that they think. Because I think the way people think inform the way people act, which then informs the results that people get. So that's what these sessions are all about, just understanding the habits and the mindset behind people um, from various different walks of life. Um, and yeah, here we are, episode 18. Um, got lots of people on already. Have hope you're having a great morning. Hope you're fueled with coffee, because I certainly am. I've earned these eyes because I waited up till Lisa got back from ladies' night last night. So, if this is the first ever Always Better Than Yesterday interview session you've ever caught, drop me a little red love heart emoji. Let me know that you've joined for the first ever time. Um, and yeah, I'd love to jump in a conversation with you and just thank you for joining me. Um, and if you're a loyal Always Better Than Yesterday viewer, as always, drop me some blue love heart emojis and I shall high five you virtually and appreciate you. Um, but anyway, less about me, let's talk about our guest this morning. So um, I connected with our guest this morning through uh, Michael Rod, who was on episode three, who's a peak performance life coach um, from South Africa. And he has his own community called the Peak, Performan, uh, Peak Performers Movement. And in that community, I met a lady called Kim Lawless. And I won't say too much about her because I'm going to bring her on and, and let her um, introduce herself to you. But that's the origin. So thank you, Michael Rod, for bringing us together. Thank you, Michael, for bringing us together and allowing us to, um, to share some more inspiration with the world. So here we go. I'm hopefully going to bring her on. Try and avoid the camera. Hopefully make it a lot of no technical difficulties so far. Drum rolls. So whilst Kim's joining, have, have a little think about any questions that you might want to ask. Oh, this is taking a while. Morning, Pam. Morning, Haley. Morning, Sophie. Morning, Kerry. Hope that we're all doing well. I'm off to rugby straight after this, so we're going to get very, very wet. It says it's still adding. I hope this isn't a sign. I shouldn't have jinxed it. Shouldn't have connecting. Here we go. Hi. Hey. Hello. How, How are, are you? you? How are you? Good. Great. Good to be online. And hi, everyone. Amazing. Would you do me the honour of introducing your good self? Oh, of course, yes. So thank you for everyone for watching. And Ryan, thank you for having me online. Amazing. Um, all right. So I, I'm a mother. I'm 43 years old. I've got three daughters, um, 13, 12, and 8. 
Um, I was stay I was a stay at home mom for ten years of my life, which is amazing. It's the best job ever to be a mom, and I raised beautiful kids. Um, after my second baby, I developed an underactive thyroid, um, which kind of put a stamp on my lifestyle. I guess it mm. uh, it made me really tired. I had no energy, um, but I had a very helpful husband, so that helped me through my transition with my my little um, ailment that I did have, and he, mm. he was amazing with the kids. So yes, I've got three gorgeous girls. Anyway, so in my life of being at home, um, which I loved, you, well, I felt like I kind of missed something. I lost myself. Mm. I, um, I, find, I found that, I, yeah, I lost myself, I lost me. I lost my little, my little mojo of myself. Yeah. Um, I've been so busy giving to my kids, making sure they were well and they were mm. good. My, family life and my house and everything and which I loved it was amazing yeah. but I think I a light bulb moment happened when I hit 40 and Ryan I just thought you know I need to do something for myself and so I I kind of gathered what would actually make this fire in myself burn and I thought well fitness I love fitness I love healthy lifestyle so with my underactive thyroid as well I think this has really helped me mm. majorly it's really uh, I guess channeled the healthiness of myself through through what I do. Yeah. Um, so I started uh, training at the gym a lot and um, probably four times a week, only 45 minutes. <laughs> and um, I did a, a little uh, fitness program through a friend of mine who has a um, online um, fitness training um, regime. I did it for three months and um, I was clean eating. I was healthy. I, I felt good. And I thought, well, now that I'm feeling all these amazing, nice little feelings, and I'm feeling sparkly again, let me do something that's going to inspire maybe others to get involved and do something amazing, whether it's through fitness or whether it's through pottery making or whether it's through something. <laughs> so anyway, I, um, I thought, let me challenge myself. And um, so the challenge was, I decided to do my first fitness bikini competition. So it was a big thing. I thought, oh my goodness, where do I start? How do I do all this? But I did it. So at 40, I trained for a year, pretty much, just to really know the ins and outs of the whole thing. And, mm -hmm. um, and I entered my first competition when I was 41. And um, it was a great experience. My kids came to watch. Um, yeah. That was beautiful having them there, watching mummy. And um, I came second in that competition, which was amazing. Yeah. And then um, I, I, the year after, I turned 42, and I entered a few more comps beginning of the year. And then I entered uh, my last competition last year was the WFF Australian Championships, which I won, which was absolutely amazing. Um, I won obviously through Australia, and then I was um, I went over to overseas to Singapore, and I competed overseas internationally for Australia, wow. yeah. which was amazing. So I just also WFF team were amazing. Um, they were a great federation. So and I just love that. Um, I had all the support, obviously, which is great. But in the very beginning, I didn't have the support, I have to say. Mm. I think a lot of people kind of, you know, the why factor comes in. Why are you doing it? Mm. What for? You don't need to, you know. So your mind starts playing tricks on you. It does. And I went through a time and I was like, what am I doing? Should I be doing this? I'm 40 years old. I'm 41 next year. Like, really? Mm. But I thought, no, I'm going to push through it because I really want to give myself something. Mm. that I just lost. I want that little fire burning inside, that purpose that we all need in life, you know? Mm. And mm. anyway, so I, I didn't listen to those negative thoughts. I didn't. And I pushed through them. And I thought with doing what I do with my competing, um, 
this channeled my brain to be quite strong and quite focused because you have to be in this kind of um, in this sport. You've got to be very focused, very um, disciplined. You'll get lots of angles coming in all sides of directions telling you to do this, do that, why. But if you stay focused and you stay true to yourself, um, it's amazing what you can achieve. So just by what I'm doing in my little life through fitness, I, I can see myself channeling through other little avenues here. Mm. Um, through my Instagram accounts, I've, I've managed to connect with a whole lot of amazing women in the world, um, asking about the thyroid, asking me how to yeah. get healthy, how to be fit, how does this help them, uh, you know, get themselves to their 100% maximum with their thyroid condition. And mm. basically... I've been helping in that light as well with a couple of women, which is beautiful. And I love that. I love, I love nurturing and helping and mentoring. Yeah. And, um, and then just through work, just meeting people and talking and, and, you know, just connecting with women that are going through a bit of something and they want to lose weight or they just want to channel themselves to feel better. Um, I just, I get gravitated. I gravitate towards those and I just want to pull them in and I want to help and I want to nurture and, you know, bring them forward through their journey. And it, it might just be that they want to lose five kgs or they just want to be healthy. Um, it's not that they want to be competing on stage or anything, yeah. but I just, I love that I am finding that part of my, my avenue and what I'm doing. There's mm -hmm. more to what I do. So the purpose is there for me and I love it. It just fires me. Yeah. So that's basically my beautiful story. Amazing. What an introduction. So there's so much that I could, um, there's so much that I could just jump in and ask you. I'm going to try and keep a little bit structured in my brains. So okay, one, can two, three. <laughs> yeah, so that people can kind of follow where I'm headed because, yeah, there's so much yeah. that I want to ask you. And I guess, I guess let's just take it back to the very beginning, you know, and you talk about, you know, having kids and this wonderful thing and you know, being blessed with a family and being a stay at home. And yet you feel lost. Like, how do you explain that to people? How do you recognize that in yourself? Like, t tell me a little bit more about that, that time. Well, the thing is, you, you don't recognize it because it's you living it. Yeah. It's not like you wake up and go, today I feel lost. It just, it's a gradual thing. And over mm. the time, once the kids are not as needy anymore, you know, life goes on, they start going to school. And once they hit school, you're on your own. And then you find that you just need something else that's channeling you because you can't be just sitting at home. You just want to be giving something back to yourself. So that's what I found. I found that I just needed that fire. I was, I was in this little cocoon little space in my head thinking, well, what do I do next for me? Mm. You know, um, it's about everybody else and giving and giving and giving that you lose yourself, you know, and you can so much go to the park and so much go to the shopping mall and so, you know, those kind of things. But you, for me, I just needed to find something that sparked that spirit inside me again. So, mm. yeah. So, you, that's, that's where I channeled myself. And I think it was, it, just, it was a gradual thing. Like I said, it wasn't instant. Mm. It was a gradual thing. I've moved now. I've had three kids. So, you know, life was busy. Life yeah. was consistently busy through that time until mm. they just basically started school. Now, the two big ones are at high school. Um, the little ones in year two. So, you know, I just, I have more for me now. More time mm. for myself. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, you mentioned about hitting 40 as well. Was that a bit of a kind of milestone to think and reflect? And tell me a little bit about You know, it was, you know, it was, right? I just, I, I kind of, you know, being at home for 10 years, uh, from 30 right through to 40, I thought, well, 40 is a good, a good age. It's a good, still young age to get out there and do something that, that inspires you, that motivates you, that, that makes you want to be a better person. So basically, mm. I just, 
that was it. It was a little switch. And I thought, I have to find that something that's giving me a purpose, a drive, something that I, I feel energizes me. Not that my kids yeah. didn't energize me. They energize yeah. me. <laughs> They're beautiful <laughs> girls. But I just wanted something for me. Yeah. yeah. So, so that what was, was your it. first Mm. What, what was your first step? What was the first thing you did? Acknowledged it within myself. Mm. So once I acknowledged it in myself, what I wanted to do for me and find that power, that little something, mm. that for me gave me a mindset, something different to think about. And then I was sitting and I had to think, what do I do? Do I want to go and work full time? No. Mm. Do I want to do something that inspires and motivates myself? Yes. That makes me healthier, that helps my thyroid, that makes my thyroid work better within my body because it's an autoimmune disease. Mm. So basically, it starts shutting down a lot of um, the things in your body. So, I mean, I could just give up and go and sleep all day, absolutely. Mm. But I'm not going to give up. Yeah. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to make myself healthier. And by eating and training like I do, that actually helps my thyroid. It gives me um, my whole body just is much healthier with that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Why aren't you going to give up? Say that again? Why aren't you going to give up? Why? No, I don't want to give up. I have a purpose for myself and for my children. I've got three girls and, you know, I think being a role model to them is amazing. This kind of lifestyle that I lead is amazing for my girls to see. I don't eat nothing. I eat seven to eight meals a day. <laughs> they see that I eat that. That's what they want to eat. They're not looking in the mirror trying to be like a supermodel where they're skinny, skinny. They can see there's muscle. They can see my, my middle one wants to train at the gym. And I'm like, not yet. You're 11. You have to wait. <laughs> but, you know, so the, being a role model to them is amazing. Mm. You know, so I think that's, that drives me. That, that drives me to make sure that my girls are, are healthy mm. individuals. And they know that, that, you know, a healthy lifestyle is what we all need mm. to be healthy. I mean, you know, at the moment I'm 43, soon I'll be 50, soon I'll be 60. So I don't want to be old and, and frail. I want to still be young and, and healthy and youthful. Mm. So I think by, you know, doing what I do, this, is, this gives me that. Yeah. And being happy. I mean, my mind has to be happy because if my mind's not happy, then everything else doesn't fall into place absolutely and i think there'll be so many people out there watching that will say that's okay that's you you know but my life's different absolutely and and um what i want to try and do is empower that kind of mindset that says actually if somebody else can do it then absolutely you can and um what how how long did it take between you know getting that clarity in your mind that you needed that purpose back in your life to actually things falling in place what started to happen once you had that clarity yeah look as as I said, it, it, it probably was a little process because I had to have the right things in place for my mind to channel that within myself. Mm. So I wrote a little notes. I wrote a list down and it was number one. Once I'd done that, number two, I ticked it off number three. So first for me, my process was obviously to be at the gym. Mm. I had to train four days a week. I had to find a program that I'd stick to. Mm. I had to um, obviously see work out an eating plan. So I knew that that was feeding my training mm. um so basically there was a bit of science behind it i guess and then i had to be disciplined i had to be mm. very disciplined because there were many times we have barbecues at home many times when there's lots of people here there's champagne going there's wine going <laughs> me water soda water yeah so i had to be very disciplined and good sleep i had to do all that so yeah i, I think my mindset i 
for me, because the fire was there already, mm. it, it sparked it for me to move forward with that. Does, um, and that's what anything, for, for lots of women that are going through, you know, when they a stay-at-home mom and they just want to find something. They just want to find something that channels them again. Mm. It could, like I said, it could be anything. It could be going back into hairdressing. It could be starting a little makeup thing at home or it could be a pottery, making beautiful pottery or, or mm. something, but it gives them that little fire. Yeah, you know, absolutely. We, um, a I, lot of women do miss that. Yeah, I really like that. I, I follow a guy called Jocko Willink, ex-US Navy SEAL, and one of his mantras is about discipline equals freedom. And he talks about, you know, if we mm. can you know, do what we need to do and stay disciplined to that, then freedom, you know, whether that be time, money, whatever that might be, on, it's all on the other side of it. What does discipline yeah, mean to you? And, and, and what are some of the ways in which, you know, you're disciplined? You know, I thought about it the other day because I know that that was one question you were going to ask. Um, for me, discipline, it, it, it's, it's funny. It, it comes from inside for me. I, it's, it's a stop for me. So when I, I feel like everyone else around me is doing something, it, it, it just pushes me back. This discipline within myself, my mindset to my body. So I don't do it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think I have a very strong mindset in my head that I, I've learned through doing what I do now yeah, because yeah. I know that I can do it. Mm -hmm. And by, you know, like, like, like for me, my goal was to get on stage mm -hmm. and that's a big thing to get on mm -hmm. stage and do your thing on stage. But the discipline that I needed to have in place to get on stage and do that, mm -hmm. it's a big thing. I, I could have easily before weeks before actually going on stage had alcohol or you know had a big meal or a big a pasta or whatever the case was I, I so could have failed but yeah. my mindset kept clicking back I don't want to fail I don't want to fail yeah. I want to be strong and disciplined in this and he's right it gives you the it gives you everything if yeah. you have that discipline and focus yeah it's amazing isn't it because we're, so, we're social beings we're social animals and we want to fit in and you know, there's already naturally that pressure to to do what everybody else around us is doing, and then and then to stand right. out and be different and say, no, I'm 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 going to do things my way. And I guess that takes a sort of courage. And you say it comes from within your goals and your purpose. Is there anything more about how you see yourself? And is there anything around kind of um, how you talk to yourself, how you think about things? Well, you know, I mean, everybody talks negative sometimes. Yeah. There's many times that the, you are talking negative, but mm -hmm. you've got to try and think positive a lot of the time because I think, you know, with discipline, you've got to have that positive energy to, to push you through certain situations. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be surrounded by negativity. You will mm -hmm. with anything in life because we're all human, you know. Yeah. So I think it's just, you know, trying to switch that positive affirmation talk in your head, which, yes, it's hard sometimes because life is busy. But um, I think, yeah, for me, I think that's, if I can get that, like your little daughter the other day, how cute was she? Your <laughs> little one in the mirror. Much, yeah. I mean, that's just her mind. So there we go. The positive affirmation yeah. of just saying those things to yourself. And Absolutely. then once you start feeling good about yourself as well, it's amazing how the positivity just comes out anyway. Definitely. So let's talk yeah. a little bit about um, life's busy, three kids. Um, how do you get to the gym four times a week for 45 minutes? Let's talk a little bit about how you manage your time. How do, yeah. you, how, how do you fit that in? Because there'll be a lot of people looking, listening and say, oh, I'm too busy. I haven't got the time. Correct. And yet you're proving that you, you can make time. Tell, tell us a little bit about that. Well, for me, Ryan, I'm a mom. I have to make sure my kids are at school. I've got to make sure that I've made their breakfast and their school lunches and 
But by nine o'clock, they're all gone. Mm. Yeah, so nine o'clock, I am at the gym. I do my 45 minutes and I don't do anything longer than that. 45 minutes, I train four days a week because that's all I can commit to it because I have to be at home. I have to work as well. I do work. I work three days a week. Um, so the days that I am working and I do have to start work at, say, nine o'clock, that's the gym I don't do, but it's the other four days that I do. So it'll be a Saturday morning when I know that my kids are home, husband's home, I can pop out to the gym only for 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then I'll do the same on a Saturday. And even if, if the gym doesn't work and I can't do it, you've got your house. Mm -hmm. You do a couple of sit-ups, you do a bit of press-ups, you do a bit of a run around if you need to. Mm -hmm. um, you know, milk bottles, use a milk jug and just do some bicep curls on the milk jug. You know, you, yeah. you can do certain things. So... But that's how I do fit in my time is usually once the girls have gone to school, I'll, I'll head off to the gym around about nine o'clock mm. and on a Saturday morning and a Sunday morning. Yeah. That's amazing. So, you know, you just have to be assertive with making that time. Yeah. And things will obviously fall into place. Uh, I think what I'm eating. hearing from you, no, I think what I'm hearing is yeah. a bit of assertiveness and you know that you want it and you've got a goal there to meet. I think you're prioritizing. You're saying basically this time is second to come after your kids. So you're not going to go home and stick the telly on or, or do those sort of no. things. No. Um, oh, and um, if reading's your thing, then absolutely sit and read a book for 45 yeah. minutes if that's your thing. Then you become an author, you see? Absolutely. And I think it's a, this is about, for people listening and watching, it's about what is it that's your number two priority and, and how far down the list has it actually been and, and, and how can you just take some time to think and reflect around, you know, how you want to spend your time. And, you know, because there's this sense of putting yourself first can be selfish but you know I'm, i've certainly learned over the last year that the more i put myself first the better i am for the people around me you know 100 and, and it's um, so true i guess the other thing was um oh it's gone now it'll come back to me in a minute yeah it'll come back yeah to no me. that's so true what you were saying um you know if, if i don't look after myself as mm. a mother as a wife as a friend i can't give mm. I can't give of myself to anyone else until I look after myself. So, yeah, yeah and that's with channeling. Yeah. And the, and the last thing I was going to say is it seems like you are practicing what I talk about in terms of positive mindset, which is focus on what you can do, not what you can't. Correct. You know, and, and what you, you know, just... you're absolutely right. And, 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 you know, sometimes with my kids as well, you know, they get this negative little talk, self-talk. It's, you know, and, and it's hard because I am a positive person. So, mm. you know, when they start the negative self-talk and the negative, I can't, and I can't do this, it's too hard. I obviously bring out the, the positiveness of everything mm. with them, which um, you're right. You need that mindset to overcome those obstacles. I mean, they're still learning through life anyway. Mm. Where does you know, your positivity negative... come from? I think I was born with it. My mother. My yeah. mom's going to love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I think. So, yeah. my mom. Yeah, so it's positive. It's family environment as well. I think my whole family is positive. Mm -hmm. We love talking. Um, so I think also with talking a lot, you get a lot out anyway. You yep. know, through, uh, other, you know, that's my family. We just talk. So I think that's my positivity. It comes out from them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, amazing. I love that. So let's talk a little bit about um, competition, shall we? Yeah, how, sure. How were the nerves pre, pre your first uh, stage walk? Oh, nervous. Yeah. Very nervous. Yes. What, very, very nervous. What helped? Oh, what helped? I think breathing. Yeah. Breathing. <laughs> breathing before I actually got on stage, before the lights hit. Once the lights were on, 
I was actually fine with the music because you don't see anybody on the, on, on the ground level. But um, mm -hmm. just before, and it happens every time I just, before I go on stage, same thing. The nerves and the butterflies, but mm. I breathe. I breathe. Yeah, that's good advice. I like that. What does breathing do? <laughs> what, does it, what does it give you? Well, it just it relaxes me. Mm. It does. And, I, you know, just before the interview again, I got those little flutters again. Yeah. <laughs> I breathed. I just, it's like meditation. Mm. It's kind of a meditation. And I just did some nice little deep breaths and I just felt my body relaxing. Mm. So I think, um, I think that's pretty important. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. like that. And um, so you've gone on to win a few competitions now, nationally and internationally. Well, at the moment, I'm off-season, so mm -hmm. I'm just um, busy, obviously, for, you know, just enjoying life at the moment. Yeah. But yeah. Um, as of next year, um, the sites are for the U.S., so I am wanting to do a, a competition in the States, which will be probably towards the end of the year. Amazing. Yeah. So where yeah. can people find more of your content? Well, basically, um, my Instagram account is pretty pretty good. Um, I've also got a fitness, well, it's Kim Lawless underscore fitness. And um, my Facebook, I've got a fitness page as well, um, which I channel both. Mm -hmm. So hopefully in a couple of, maybe a couple of years, I'd like to do an ebook, um, an ebook a little bit about um, obviously healthy eating, a bit mm -hmm. of training involved, that kind of thing, just to motivate. I love motivational stuff so i i think also this is channeling me also towards life coaching mm. which i'd love to do mm. so as i'm moving along through my process through my journey i'm finding that i'm i'm moving to other little avenues as well which is amazing so yeah let's see hold that thought absolutely <laughs> i look forward to seeing that journey and and um if, if people are sat there listening and watching this, who, who should make contact with you? Who should get in touch? Who, who is it that you're looking to help? And we talked oh, a little bit about your purpose and let's reflect yeah, on that a little listen, bit more. Ryan, I, listen, I, I just love mentoring. I love being positive affirmation to people and, you know, whoever. It could be a child if they, whatever, it could be anybody because I just love connecting. It could be an 80-year-old woman, to be honest just lovely i just love connecting i love being positive so anybody that just needs a bit of help a little bit of guidance i don't know thyroid anything i'm just i'm there i'm happy to help amazing i love that i love yeah. that too so my my coaching practice is called always better than yesterday it really means something yeah. to me but i'm interested to know what does the phrase always better than yesterday mean to you oh well it, that's i love that phrase actually because today is better than yesterday 100 percent you know, um, I woke up this morning, I'm yeah. breathing, I'm alive. Yeah. And I think today is I'm living today and that's better than yesterday. Amazing. Yeah. So what are some of the, what are some of the ways that enable you to be better than yesterday? Say that again, sorry. What are, what are some of the ways in which you are always better than yesterday? Well, I think just being happy within myself, mm -hmm. you know, waking up and being happy and, you know, being here for my family, loving my kids, seeing the smiles on their faces make me happy. Um, and just meeting people outside of my family unit and, and, and just connecting with people. And I think when I see the light that I bring to some people, when mm -hmm. I meet them for the first time or I meet them and the, you know, I just think that that energizes me. So yes, that's my thing. The lightness. Amazing. I love that. I think your mum's on. Yes. Hi, mum. Hi, mum. <laughs> Hi, mum. Thanks for joining us. Whereabouts in South Africa are you from? Where, where, did, where did you grow up, Kim? Oh, me? 
Oh, yeah, Durban. I'm Durban. a Durban girl. Yes, yes. And yeah. where, where are you based now? Melbourne. Melbourne Amazing. now. So it's very far from mum and my dad. My dad's actually in the UK. Okay. And, and this is the wonderful yeah. thing of social media, isn't it? It keeps, keeps us connected. Isn't it amazing? Yes. <laughs> amazing. Absolutely. Is there anything yeah. else that you would like to leave the watchers and the viewers with as a final thought? Oh, you know what? Just thank you. Thank you. Thank you for watching and thank you for connecting. And um, I'm looking forward to anybody that does connect with me. It'll just be really amazing and unreal. So, Ryan, thank you again. Thank no, you for thank you. Um, meant to be, I think. I Absolutely. Think our channels and again, were meant to and, and, and also, uh, not forgetting Michael Rod. And Michael, Michael? absolutely. Thank you very much, because without you, Ryan and I wouldn't have connected. So, yes, thank Definitely. you. Definitely. Guys and girls watching and listening, if you found this really interesting and valuable, just push one of our faces and then push the, the share button on the on the bottom left-hand corner. Share it with your timeline or share it with one person in there who you believe needs to kind of see and hear the message awesome. that Kim's shared with us today. Um, I'm sh absolutely sure there'll be something that will have inspired um, someone. So, have a little think, have a little think carefully this, this Saturday and uh, Sunday and just share it with that one person that you think would make a big difference to. Uh, Kim, I'd just like to say a massive, massive thank you. Thank you. You're an inspiration. And it's been a pr privilege to share you with oh, the world. Thank and, and you get so much, Ryan. No, thank you so much. And you have a wonderful week and everybody else as well. Amazing. Take care, guys. <laughs> much love. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Oh, <laughs>